Welcome to the Professional Plumber Podcast. We hope that this podcast will bring some insight into who we are and what we do. So while in conversation with the PIRB, sit back, enjoy, and make sure to connect with the PIRB on Facebook or at pirb.co.za for more. Hey, warm welcome to our audience. My name is Willem Tilper. I'm your host. And in this episode, we'll have another technical discussion. And with me in studio, I have Mr. Richard Bailey. Richard, welcome and thanks for joining me in studio today. As always, Willem, thanks very much and it's only a pleasure. Yeah, um, Today is quite a lucky subject, so I can't wait to get into it. Before we continue with our conversation, have a listen to this. Are you a tradesperson or a trading company that is looking for a platform to market your services? Let Articulated speed up the process for you. You can use our podcast to sell your services. Email us for a quote at organizer at articulated.co.za. You can also visit our website at www.articulated.co.za. Introducing the Plumbing Industry Registration Board Company Registration Portal. Now you can register your company to have access to more benefits, including purchasing and allocating certificates of compliance to your PRB-registered employees. Visit www.pirb.co.za to find out more information. So we're talking about venting today. And, and, and just before we started recording, uh, you and I went into a little bit of the details about why it's so important to talk about venting. Um, so I've heard lots of talk about venting. And, and I actually had, I've heard lots of talk about venting, but I actually, as a layman and a person who's not a plumber, I didn't quite know what venting is and, and, and you know, what, what it does and, and, and how it works. Um, but I do believe after our little conversation that we had just before we started recording that it is something of vital importance. Yeah, 100%. Uh, venting is basically what happens every what, once a year on, on my Facebook page. If you go to my Facebook that long <laughs> paragraph, that, that, that like 250-word paragraph, that's venting. That's, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I do that too. I do that too. Yeah. Venting. I vent a lot. It happens about once a year or something like that. <laughs> Yeah, no, but uh, all jokes aside, you know, um, uh, venting, uh, as we're talking about it today, is uh, within the uh, uh, sewer and waste system, and it is absolutely vital. It's one of those things that plumbers consistently get wrong. It's not only plumbers that get it wrong, mind you. It's probably nine times, five times out of ten, not the plumber's fault, but a designer or or an architect that uh, refuses to want to see pipes. But we'll get into that. But it, but but it really and truly is something that that is just been getting wrong that we've been getting wrong for 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 a couple of decades now consistently and it is absolutely vital what it does in a nutshell and we'll get into the into the into the details in a minute but what in a nutshell what we're trying to achieve with venting is to equalize the pressure the air pressure within a sewer and waste system. This is what we're trying to achieve. We're trying to equalize the air pressure within a sewer and waste system. Okay. So we're talking about equalizing the pressures within a sewer and waste system. But what happens when the pressure inside that sewer system is not equalized? Mm. Well, if, you know, liquid, we're talking about a pipe, a closed pipe, and liquid or waste flowing in that pipe 
uh, will do two things. It will create a pos- an area of positive pressure in front of it, in, in other words, uh, ups- uh, upstream of it, of itself, and a negative pressure downstream of itself, in other words, behind it. So in, in front of it is like this plug of positive pressure air, and behind it is this plug of negative, well, this condition of negative pressure air. Think of a straw. Think of drinking cool drink through a straw. You, you, you take an empty tube, right? You take an empty pipe, you put it in some liquid, and on the other side of it, you, you, you create a vacuum. That's all you're doing mm. is creating a vacuum. And so you are reducing the atmospheric pressure of the air inside the tube behind that liquid. What happens next is the liquid flows upwards because it is displacing the negative pressure. So the fact is that atmospheric pressure within a tube, within a pipe, has an effect on heavier stuff such as wastes and liquids. And that's the principle that you must just have in the back of your mind when, when we talk about venting. Atmospheric pressure will affect the behavior of, of, of liquid and, and solids within that pipe. So, so that's the basic premise. And so if we don't have control over the atmospheric pressures within that system, well, then all hell's going to break loose all over the place and stuff is not going to go and travel where it should travel, etc. So um, to give you a very uh, high-level example and something that we could all relate to is most sanitary fixtures like a basin or a bath or a shower, for example, have got a water seal trap. We call it a trap, but it, what it is is a, it's, a, it's a U-bend or, a, or some device that traps a little bit of water uh, in the pipe and doesn't allow air to travel through it. Um, when that is disrupted, you start experiencing problems within the system. So as an example that most of us can relate to, you know, in most sanitary fixtures, what we call sanitary fixtures like a basin or a bath or a sink for that matter, have water traps or traps as they are commonly called and all that is is a little it's it's a it's it's most commonly found in a a u-shaped piece of pipe in which water sits Mm -hmm. and it lies there and that action of just sitting there blocking the entrance of that pipe for a little bit uh, doesn't allow sewer Uh gas to come in and out so things like that when, now, there's a very small amount of liquid performing a very important little task. And when you have these negative and positive pressures within the system, these can, things like this can, can become affected. Just as an example of, of, a, of a common result of, of a, you know, an unequalized uh, sewer right, system. So, so I understand that it will have an effect on whatever is in the drains. But what does this actually mean for me, for, for, for a layman, for the homeowner, for the consumer? Yeah, and, and this is where we get to the important bit because it's all very good and well to, you know, sit and say, oh, we're going to have negative pressure in this pipe over here and this branch drain. And that. What does that mean to a homeowner, actually? Well, the, the, and, and you'll be surprised if you're a layperson listening to the this, to this podcast, by the way, welcome. <laughs> I really do you, hope you listen to many more because this Absolutely. is aimed at you. Um, but yeah, and um, it, it, this is where you're going to start to identify and you say, oh my goodness, so that is, is a result of venting. Oh, okay. So, so for example, 
if a water seal, we spoke about these water seals mm-hmm. in the trap, right? Um, so just picture a U-bend. If you look, go and look underneath your basin, you'll find some kind of a U-bend and just picture the water lying in there. And if that experiences a positive pressure from the system side, in other words, from behind the wall somewhere, if a positive pressure happens there, it burps. We call it, I call it burping. And it will just burp and allow sewer gas to escape into the room. So it will, the seal will have been broken and it will allow sewer gas to escape into the room, right? So that's a positive pressure. If it's a negative pressure, it will suck that in the other direction. In other words, it'll suck it backwards into wherever it goes to in the wall. And it can actually do so to such an extent so as to permanently break that seal. So it'll suck enough water away so that there isn't enough water in that U-bend to stop sewer gas until some other person comes and opens a tap again and fills that trap up again. So that will then also allow sewer gas into the um, into the room. <sighs> Both of these scenarios are reasonably short, short-lived, um, but that's just in a small sort of fixation, um, uh, sanitary fixation scenario where you have intermittent sewer gas being allowed into the room and sometimes your bathroom might smell a little bit wrong. You'll immediately um, recognize the smell and that that is indicative of something going wrong within the sewer system. Also, if you have a fixation or a, a fixture which where you need to discharge water from, like you're having a shower or a bath or you're letting some water out of a basin. If there's a positive pressure in that system somewhere, if, if, if the venting isn't right and there's a, there's a mix-up with the pressures inside the system, behind the wall now, you could often have a scenario where the, the, the outflow from the basin or the shower is slow or it bubbles and gurgles or it, um, well, it doesn't flow out at all. Um, there might be a bubbling. There might be a just a very slow thing. There might it, it might be a lot slower than the, than something uh, in the in the in another bathroom, and you'll recognise it as that. And um, that so so that's another common occurrence, and that's as a result of venting. So another example is um, it would seem that there is a slow draining of a fixture. Um, something that you may or may not be used to or something that has started to occur recently or maybe it's always been there where something takes a hell of a long time to drain or bubbling can occur. So within, you know, while it's draining, you've got a basin full of water, it's draining and the last little sort of 50 milliliters of water kind of stops there and then some bubbles appear and then it can, continues again. That That's all indicative of bad um uh, venting. Also, when fixtures start affecting one another, so when you have a bath and you let the bath water out and you hear b- g- gurgling or bubbling mm-hmm. at the shower, for example, or vice versa, um, a um, you flush a toilet and you and you see your shower trap slightly fill up with water and then uh, mm-hmm. slowly release. That's all indicative of uh, interconnected stuff and where pressure, air pressure inside those pipes is not uh, equalized properly. Um, Another thing is, uh, you know, if you have a condition where a slow flow or outflow from a particular fixture is experienced, 
the fact that it's flowing slowly, it hasn't got enough velocity to effectively wash away solids. In many cases, this can uh, result in a gradual buildup of these solids and then con can cause a blockage or a premature blockage in the pipe and so completely block the pipe when it shouldn't really be blocked, you know. So all of these things can be attributed to lack of venting or insufficient mm. venting. Just to just to make it, everybody a little bit more aware as to what we're talking about when we talk about sewer gas. Okay, sewer gas is a, is a generic term for obviously the the air which is found inside a sewer system. But I mean, this is this is dangerous stuff we're talking about. It's got a whole bunch of gases in there which are toxic. Um, uh, examples: methane. That's prevalent. I mean, we all know methane, and methane is also, by the way, very, yeah. very flammable. Um, hydrogen sulfide, <laughs> it's, it's very flammable. Hydrogen sulfide, there's ammonia in there. Uh, there's carbon monoxide, sulfur dioxide, and uh, stuff, you know, uh, the list goes on. Go on Wikipedia, what's in sewer, sewer gas, and, I mean, exposure to it, mild exposure mm. to it can cause stuff like dizziness and, and nausea, but, but excessive exposure, mm. you'll die. Okay, plus sewer gas, as it's in its um, sort of natural form, is a highly explosive <laughs> gas. Okay, I mean. and <laughs> okay, so yeah, so uh, suffice it to say, you don't want this in your in your house. Absolutely, no, definitely. I it's it's uh, not only the, the the fact that it's flammable and it can explode, but uh, whatever goes along with that explosion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Watch out! <laughs> Before we continue with our conversation, have a listen to this. To the life giver, the forever lasting incubator, the heartbeat of many homes, and the queen of humanity. To the mothers, wives girlfriends, sisters, and aunts. On this Women's Month, we wish to honor you for all your endless contributions. You are more than worthy. You are a reflection of greatness. You are power behind all our proud plumbers. Happy Women's Month to you. Don't forget to download the all-new and improved App Plumber from the Google Play Store. All your plumbing solutions are just a click away, exclusively for Android users. All right, so ventilation is is critically, it's a critical thing. It's a critical aspect of plumbing, and and it's vital. It's a it's, it's a vital aspect of plumbing, indeed. I assume that there are specific requirements for ventilation then. Yeah, there's there's lots and lots, uh, Willem. Um, I, and I'm not going to get into every single detail now because uh, it, you, one can get lost in the detail. But yes, there are many. The the two main standards that one would go and look at is SANS 102.52 stroke 2 and SANS uh, 10400 part P. So those two standards will give you the vast majority of information you need to know about um, venting requirements and indeed um sewer and, and waste uh, configuration requirements. But there are some fundamentals that I want to just run through, um, which is, I think, valuable information in a short format uh, podcast like this. So firstly, any discharge stack. Now, d d this is going to get a little bit technical, but a discharge stack basically means a wet stack, a stack, a vertical pipe into which stuff discharges. 
right? So if you have any discharge stack, it has to continue upwards without reduction in uh, its diameter to form an open vent at the top. So any stack which is a considered a discharge stack, and I'm not going to go into the difference between that and a sub stack, etc. Um, plumbers out there, you'll know what I'm talking about. So any discharge stack has to have a vent on top, which is often overlooked. And as I go through this list, you'll see, oh yeah, gosh, that didn't. I saw that the other day, and it wasn't there, and so on and so forth. So um, the vent, vents, all vents have to go to the exterior of the building. That sounds like a, 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 a oh really kind of a <laughs> sort of a statement, you know, Willem. You'd say to me, oh really? Why would you even say that? That goes without saying. Believe me, there are hundreds, if not thousands, of vents out there that terminate inside roof spaces, inside um, enclosed ducts, and inside wall cavities, for, for goodness sake. So any vent that exists must go to the exterior of the, of the building, which means that they've got to be seen. You're going to look at it. You're going to see it. All right? So for all the designers and architects out there that, oh, I don't want to see any pipes, well, I'm sorry, it's, it's a requirement. You know, then build something around it, but uh, but it's got to be open to atmosphere. <laughs> and 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 you start to realize now, Willem, that that there's that there's so many mistakes being made out there. You know, anyway. Okay, then there are a couple of minimum distances that these things need to be installed because of the fact that they are open vents, and from these vents, there's going to be sewer gas coming out quite a reg on a quite a regular basis. You cannot have it directly underneath windows or next to windows or next to doorways. It's got to be a minimum distance away from doorways and opening windows. So those distances, just in a nutshell, are either five meters away, that's left or right. And if you can't put it five meters away, then it has to be at least two and a half meters above the top of the window or the door. So either one of those two, plus it cannot be lower than two and a half meters from the ground level, first of all. So if, the, if none of those can be achieved, then you have to place it through the roof, punch it through the roof, and it needs to protrude above the roof covering. So again, just with those four little bits of information, you're going to look there, you're going to walk around today, you're going to see 10 houses where that simply is not the case. Yeah. And then every single system, I'm talking about a domestic installation or a, or a, even a bigger installation, but every single system that is not a municipal main system needs at least one open vent, and in, in a lot of cases, many more, but at least one open vent. Mm. So that's another thing. You cannot not have a vent. Lastly, I just want to say the vents that we allow for on our homes in our domestic situations are actually fulfilling the function of the municipal main vents as well. You must understand that the vents we install on our systems, our domestic systems, are the vents that are required for a, from a municipal perspective as well. The municipal main sewer runs under your road or in the pavement or wherever it runs. When last have you seen chimneys, you know, every 25 meters down the middle of your road jutting out? Oh, sorry, here's a chimney because we're going to vent for this... Um, <laughs> in a sewage system. No, <laughs> it doesn't happen. Yeah. They rely on our vents. So we are venting the entire system. The entire system. It's not just our little home. You must understand that these dynamic pressures build up across the system, which is all the way to 
to, to main pump houses and that sort of thing. So th- these things need to be controlled and it's and therefore that's why these laws are so st- well so strict and they're so plentiful and there's onerous, but they should be applied more rigorously as well. It's it's actually it's actually scary to think about that. Um, you know, I, d- I know that you stated it in a sort of a humorous way that the fact that that our our home systems provide for, you know, for the venting of the municipal systems as well. Um, so let's look at that. Let's let's discuss that for a while. How chronic is the problem of of inadequate venting in the country, for that matter? Yeah, Willem, it, 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 it is chronic. Uh, I'm not going to try and honeycoat it or, or, or skirt around it. It is chronic, I, and I don't know why, because the, the laws haven't changed. Um, if you go and look at uh, buildings that are 25 years old, they all comply. All of them comply, but but the new the newer buildings simply don't. Um, so I don't know why what has changed or, or what has been let to let kind of you know, let let go, so so to speak. But if you look at the new buildings, I mean, the the, the and I'm listen, please. I'm not trying to come down on, on on the architects and designers, but I think it's more of a lack of knowledge, a lack of understanding as to what the what your aesthetic requirements are doing to the functionality of a plumbing system. So if you look at modern buildings, you will be hard pressed to find um, exposed sewer pipes and waste pipes, etc. They don't want to see pipes. The, 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 this new idea that that a clean wall is a is a nice aesthetic, um, well, it is what it is. And so therefore you don't want to see pipes. And so everything must be hidden. And the plumber, again, is between a rock and a hard place and he's being instructed to hide this thing, yet he doesn't know... <laughs> He knows he can't make it compliant, but now what does he do? Does he does he lose the job or what? So, yeah, the 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 long and the short of it is that the requirements are being ignored by designers, by body corporate rules, by architects, and and they are simply being ignored. And I don't know why the um, why that's the case, but it's ruining plumbing systems. It, it's it's not only ruining plumbing systems; it's it's placing the owners in great financial difficulty when these things go wrong and they have to be repaired. And also in some cases, it's putting them in danger. I mean, we've spoken about sewer gas and exposure to sewer gas, you know, so it really is something that um, needs to be uh, just accepted. Just accept the fact that you have to have vents, you have to have sewage pipes, they have to be accessible and all these things. It's, it is what it is. Yeah, no, it all boils down to to the consumer. Uh, it, it, you know, like we stated earlier on, uh, the requirements of the standards, of the national, South African national standards, are there for one purpose. And that purpose is to ensure efficiency and functionality and effectivity, as well as the health and safety of the consumer. So, you know, it's it's just like it is. Do it the right yeah. way, take pride in your job, do it the right way. Um, and then, you know, it's, yeah. Yeah, and 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 look, often um, plumbers and 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 homeowners and etc. They they feel disempowered to ask the hard questions. You know, we look at uh, engineers and designers and architects, and we kind of look at, look up to them and revere them. And they say, "Well, these are the guys making the the big decisions." And I, uh, who am I to to question them? But it's our right as as consumers to to question these things. And this is why these little 
podcast film oh, man I, I wish consumers would start to listen to these because it it gives you just enough information to start asking the right questions so it is absolutely your right if you know if you've listened to this now for example and you know hey man there's supposed to be an open vent on my house where is it and you go to your architect and say hey, but where's my open vent oh no this it doesn't really matter no it does matter I'm sorry, yeah, it doesn't. Absolutely. I know for a fact that it does matter. So th- these questions need to be asked, and we need to feel, um, I don't know which word to use, but empowered enough to, to ask yeah. these questions and, str- yeah, and strong enough, you know, confident enough, I suppose. Yeah, I, I think that's the most suitable, applicable word that we can use in this scenario empowered. Yeah. 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 Richard, so therefore, I want to thank you. Uh, for for the information that you shared again uh, today, because it uh, you know it empowers the 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 consumers out there, and it it shares information and knowledge with the the actual installers, the actual technicians, the actual yeah. plumbers out there. Um, so it carry, it carries great value. So I want to thank you for for having shared this with us again for your time and your effort. Um, yeah. No, it's no, it's only a pleasure, Willem. I mean, you know, as these uh, as these podcasts go on, and I keep saying it, you know, it's like a broken record. But I, we, I think, I start to realize how vitally important or you know, good information these things could be for 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 lay people and, and clients out there, you know, mm-hmm. consumers out there, homeowners. I really do um, wish that these uh, things become uh, a lot more popular Absolutely. in the future. And then lastly, thanks again to our audience as well for having tuned in and listened. We will see you next time. Just before wrapping up this conversation, have a listen to this. Plumber training has never been easier with articulated plumber courses. Enroll now to upskill yourself at your own pace and earn CPD points. Our informative and easy-to-follow courses can be found on iopsitraining.co.za. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Articulated Plumber. We'd like to encourage our audience to follow Articulated Plumber on Instagram and Facebook to learn more about any exciting and interesting news that we may have. Our handle on both Instagram and Facebook is Articulated Plumber. Thanks for having tuned in. Make sure to read more about the PIRB on our website at pirb.co.za and on our social media channels like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.